across the city and South Cambridgeshire. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. Well, you see, I was going to start with that one, but actually, I think this one's a little bit more appropriate. Yes, indeed, the great escape has actually happened. Cambridge United are staying in League One after winning uh, against uh, Forest Green Rovers today 2-0 and then uh, Morecambe losing 3-2 to Exeter, although they uh, did give us a bit of a fright and Milton Keen-Dons couldn't actually score against Burton, so thanks to the Burton defence uh, for that one. Apparently a bit frantic at the end and very lucky uh, not to have conceded a goal. And if you've got anything to say, you are welcome to text us. You can text us on 07919 070490. That's 07919 070490. You can email studio at cambridge105.co.uk. And we will just uh, uh, finish off with the uh, women's season. Uh, last games last week. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about that. We'll also be talking about our Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year and Volunteer of the Year awards and everything else. Uh, so plenty to talk about today. But as we usually do, we will start with uh, Cambridge United. Well, we've got Matt on the line. Matt, are you there? Can you hear us? Hey, Tim, can you hear me? I can hear you. The Great Escape, we were to just played the intro uh, uh, rather than the usual uh, talk bed intro. Uh, <laughs> it, it happened. Uh, <laughs> I posted I posted onto the uh, uh, message boards afterwards, uh, happy clappers one, pessimists nil, uh, which I think just sums up uh, the way it's gone. I mean... Uh, let's just take a second to appreciate what happened there. I mean, it it, it couldn't have gone any better. We had a great result against, uh, admittedly, a fairly poor side. Um, Harrison Dunk scores again. Smith scores again. Um, and everything goes our way, despite the uh, brief fright from uh, Morecambe. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Um, it? It was really one of those days where um, you know, we did the job that we needed to do. Um, we did it early enough so that we didn't, you know, have many too many scares during our game, uh, which I think everybody was, you know, quite pleased about, and you know, getting it done so early. And uh, then, yeah, it was just a case of waiting for everybody else to to see what they could do. And um, you know, I, I feel like you know. We have to thank the the, the Burton uh, management and the Burton defence and the goalkeeper <laughs> and everybody else. Just, just after Wednesday, it was going to say it was interesting because when we heard four changes from the original from last week, so from Wednesday's side, including the keeper, had been uh, dropped. I know he wasn't the first choice keeper. I think there were some few, uh, some conspiracy theorists in the crowd thinking, oh, you know, they must, they must be trying to give me the give the game to Milton Keynes. But apparently, at the end, uh, it was fairly frantic defending uh, from uh, Burton, and they managed to keep uh, MK Dons out so yeah definitely a massive thank you to the Burn defence 
Yeah, absolutely, especially since they kept us out uh, quite comfortably as well on Wednesday, didn't they? So, um, but yeah, you know, it, and it was you know it was good to see as well that Exeter managed to do us a favour. You know, we, we needed two favours um, from from today, and uh, you know we managed to get both of those favours, didn't we? Which you know it's happened a lot this season, and we've never gone on to capitalise and do the job that we needed to do at the time as well. But today was the day that we we managed to do it and um, you know yeah you know as I say we, we made the game really comfortable we did our part in the uh, in the drama of today and we just had to rely on others and yeah fortunately they, they came up trumps for us again and um, you know fair fair play to, to the management and players that they, they've managed to get us out of the situation we were in on, on the last day and yes it's taken a lot of snookers and a lot of reliance on other teams but they did manage to do it but you know the the questions, unfortunately, Tim, will will always be, you know, how how did we get ourselves in this situation, and why why did we leave it so long as well? Of course, yeah, and and I guess I mean, you know, you you do have to kind of we, we we talked about afterwards. Are we making a big thing out of this? But moments are moments, and yes, we got ourselves into this position, and and we shouldn't have done. But at the same time, you celebrate those moments when they come up because you know they they are few and far between sometimes, and whether it's because you know whatever. However, we ended up where we were. The, the the victory was the victory was there, and I think that was that was the really nice thing about it. Yes, we depended on other people for results, um, but we did what we needed to do, and that's what that's what Mark had asked for. Um, you know, that's what the team were looking to do. They had the disappointment of uh, effectively putting it in our own hands, uh, taken from them on Wednesday in what was really a poor performance. Um, I think you know no one came out of that one with too much credit um, and I think we panicked when we went 1-0 down and uh, started hoofing the ball up the pitch which we have done on many many occasions this season and it worked just as well as it did in those games so y- you kind of worry that have we bottled it you know now now even if we win which you know uh, are we going to it, it, is everything else going our way and Mark said right uh, right at the start of the, uh, the, the you know the, the, the build up to this game you know we just have to forget about you know what everyone else is doing we can only do one thing which is win the game and then after that it, it's in the lap of the gods as to what happens um, and we did what we needed to do it, it was it was actually quite a good performance I mean you know we'll come back to this no doubt in a bit but you know Harrison Dunk again I was talking to him afterwards you'll, you'll hear it in a minute he, he kind of said uh, he kind of said the only reason he's scoring lots of goals is because they put him up for corners and no one expected him to score so no one was marking him um, I think uh, it, it, they'll be wa- watching him a little bit more if he uh, if he ends up uh, playing again uh, next season, which he, he he certainly should be doing based on what he's shown us to, over the last few weeks, but. You know, we did what we needed to do. Uh, Sam Smith scored a cracking goal. Uh, we attacked when we needed to attack. I thought the substitution um, bringing Oknabiri on was a really was a really interesting one. It was, uh, you know, you, he didn't need to bring him on. He could have gone defensive. He chose to uh, keep the attack going and reorganise. And I think it worked really well. There was never really any point where um, you know Forest Green got the better of us on the pitch. So uh, you know. That that was the job we set out to do, and it was done very well. Yeah, yeah, we got the we got the goals early, um, or early enough, you know, to to make other teams think about, you know, what was going on. Uh, Forest Green are a dreadful side. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt about it. They're, they are the worst team in this league, and that's why they finished bottom. 
um, which just makes our, our defeat at their place uh, just before Christmas even more jarring. Um, you know, they did have they did have their moments. You know, they did they did hit the bar with a header. Um, they probably should have had a penalty in the first half as well. I think they were a little bit harsh done by. But I I always felt if if we if they were to get a goal, I felt there was enough about us that you know we, we'd stop with what we needed to be doing, which was, you know, be comfortable and, as you say, attack when we needed to and, you know, move the ball quickly when we needed to as well. And, uh, you know, had that had Forest Green got a goal, we probably could have gone and got another one uh, to, to have made it a little bit more safe. Uh, I mean, obviously, everybody would wanted us to put three or four past Forest Green and, you know, again, if, if we'd have needed to, you know, that would be a question that we would have asked ourselves as, as well, um, you know, at the end of the game. But, you know, we, we did the job that we needed to do. The players did their, their job very well, as you say, you know, making the substitution, um, you know, when we needed to. And as you say, it was a bit of a strange one as well, seeing Harrison go and play at centre-half. I don't think I've ever seen that. So that's the first that he's ticked off as well. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, but as you say, you know, Okunabire coming on, whether that's in to could he put the minutes in for, for next season and I'm, I'm sure we're talking a little bit more about that soon I don't know but you know it was, it was nice to see that you know in the our day in the sunshine that we were able to be you know as comfortable as we were and you know not really overstretched uh, by anything at all and um, yeah you know getting the job done scored two really good goals as you say you know Harrison's uh, becoming a bit a little bit prolific at corners now and I even saw it against him so you know that's two in three out that he scored recently I've, I've seen uh, and not gone somewhere else so you know that, that's always good to see and uh, yeah Sam Smith's goal was a really good goal wasn't it you know a really well taken goal good ball to the back to you know to the back post and he volleys it across the goalkeeper off you know off the off the far post and into the, into the back of the net. So, um, you know, really, two really good goals that we've scored, uh, you know, done the job early. And, yeah, as you say, you know, at the end of the day, the, the celebrations at the end were, were well-deserved by the players on the day, weren't they? Yeah, they were. And and it is it is nice to see that you, you raise the question, though, and, and, and this is what will happen in the coming days, I guess, is that people will look at this... Uh, especially at the last sort of six or seven games uh, where we dug ourselves out of the hole we were in, where we got back into contention, where we carried on getting ourselves into contention until Wednesday we could have made it out of reach for everyone and then we had that little slip. Um, and they'll ask, they'll, they'll look at it and go, 10 games at the start, really, really well played. Seven, eight games at the end, really well played. What happened to that, you know, <laughs> 29 games in the middle where... You know, there were there were some games where we we were unlucky not to get a result from it. Um, but again, if you're not scoring, you're not going to get results. What happened in that middle period? That's the question that people are going to kind of finally look back and uh, and ask the question. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, we'll we'll forget about this season. We'll we're in League One next year. You can forget that we only just got there and look forward to something a little bit different. I, I don't. You know, we're not we're not going to get the kind of budget that we need to be really competing at the top end. Hopefully, we can do a lot better than we did this season, though. Yeah, and uh, you know, looking at the teams and looking at the league for for next season as well. Um, you know, I don't think it's as strong as it as what it has been. You know, we, we're losing the Ipswich. 
uh, Plymouth who have been sort of there and there about for the past two seasons, uh, you know, have gone as well automatically and, you know, as champions too. And they were likely to lose one of Barnsley, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Bolton, and unfortunately, potentially, uh, the Posh, which is a bit of a shame because we could all do with another derby uh, next season for sure. So, you know, that'd be another big crowd for us. But there's, there's going to be one of potentially, you know, out of three, you know, big clubs and one mediocre club in, in the playoffs uh, are going to be going back up to the championship next year. And you look at the teams that are coming down, you know, Reading in financial difficulties, Blackpool are probably the most solid out of the, you know, the three teams coming down. Um, you know, we, we've got Wigan who are in financial financial difficulties as well. So it's a, it is a weaker league. And, you know, we need to be looking at, as you say, you know, the money's not going to be there to be, you know, up chasing for the playoffs and things like that. You know, we can't attract those types of players into this team. But, you know, to make sure that we are, you know, a safe mid-table team, um, you know, and not getting dragged into what happened this season, you know, has to be the, you know, the number one priority. And, um, you know, I, I firmly believe with some of the teams that have, you know, stayed in this league and there's a couple who aren't particularly great. I don't think their their budgets will be much different to to ours. The teams coming up, you know, you've got Stevenage and you've got Leighton Orient, who are two definite who, you know, one might have, a, you know, a bigger budget in Leighton Orient, but they have similar sized crowds, I think, to, to us. And Stevenage are, you know, not as big as us for sure. So, you know, it's, it's the type of team we should be targeting to be above next season. Um, and then you, you've got to look at the players as well. As you say, the, the players that were here this season and how many of them are going to be here next season, uh, you know, you can probably count possibly on one, maybe, you know, just about two, two hands on how many will be here. And as you say, you know, for, for all the hard work that they've done over these last 10 games, and, you know, they have for the most part put in a lot of hard work over these last 10 games because the results have shown it. Um, again, we've had favours along the way, and, and as you quite rightly said, Tim, you know when when we've had chances to to put it back into our own hands, um, we we haven't done the job. You know the players have struggled to do it. Um, so you know those twenty nine games, and then as you say, those games where you know just in our hands to make us a lot lot safer. These players haven't stood up and be counted, and you know all for the you know the social you know media, you know PR spin that's been put out you know, today, and as it should be, quite rightly, you know, it's an important and fantastic day for the club, and, you know, we'll all celebrate it tonight, you know, we, we need to look at those 29 games and, and other games where, you know, we haven't been, you know, particularly good enough to get us out of this situation a lot, lot quicker than we should have done, and, uh, you know, the questions need to be, you know, asked, and the questions I'm sure will be answered by, you know, looking at the players that will be leaving in the next month or two and the players that potentially might come in, and, you know, and I'm sure Mike will sit down tomorrow with a, with a bit of a fresh head or maybe Tuesday, maybe we'll give him tomorrow off, you know, just to recover. And, uh, you know, he needs to start planning straight away because, you know, yeah, it was skin of the teeth stuff this season and I'm sure he doesn't want it to happen again next season at all. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to get you to dial in again, uh, Matt, actually, because we've still got quite a bit of noise on the line. I'm going to play... Uh, I, got a, I got to chat with Mark Bonner uh, after the game, obviously. So let's listen to what Mark has and we'll get, to, we'll get to Matt to dial in again. So this is what Mark had to say following the game. Oh, I've got to get that right first. Hang on a second. Let's do that and press this button. Hopefully we'll get it now. Mark, it was never really in doubt, was it? Tim, it was horrible. Um, <laughs> I think um, going into today after Wednesday we had to win the game firstly and that was the task we've done that but then in the end the other side of it second half was just seeing what happened elsewhere and that was that was horrible it's actually a great way for it to end for everyone because it's drama but it's not enjoyable it's not enjoyable at all and we lost control of the situation on Wednesday saying that we never had it for months but we, we had a chance to really grab, grab control on Wednesday and we weren't able to um, so we had to win today and hope everything went for us and I'm delighted it has Sunny afternoon at the Abbey, uh, always a great thing. Nearly 8,000 fans in here, most of them home fans. It's just amazing. It is, yeah. Look, I think it was like the first day of the season in terms of the conditions. Four sides of the stadium filled with Cambridge fans, amazing. The, the average attendance is massively up. And we're at a point that you wouldn't have imagined three or four years ago for the, for the life of us. And this gives us a real chance to keep growing, being in this league. So I'm absolutely thrilled that we are. Um, supporters deserve it because you want them to go to all the good places that we get to go to. And they've stuck with us at a really tough time. Uh, I think a lot of our players don't deserve to be remembered at their time here for a club that took us down, having got us up. And a number of them that will depart this summer will, will be remembered for all the right reasons. Um, and our board of directors and owners absolutely deserve it. What they're doing for our club, the stability they've given us, uh, the finance that they've given us to keep us growing, and, and the loyalty they've shown to me, to us, to stick with it. Let's be honest, most football clubs would have changed their manager during this season. I'm delighted that they didn't, because um, I think we're trying to build something as a group. And uh, it, it's, it's great to look at today as, as the thing that did it, but really it started six, seven matches ago when uh, we started putting goals in and we started winning games. No one would have thought we'd be in this position at the end of the season. No, I think from January onwards, we've been quite good and we've been really in games and we haven't been able to convert them. We should be 10 or 12 points better off than we are. Uh, we've lost too many, 26 defeats. You know, So many games that we should have taken something from. We've just not drawn enough games. And had we been in games or took those moments, that would have probably added to the, the wins tally. But so often we weren't far away way. Uh, prior to Christmas we had a really tough, tough spell where we were poor and it was difficult for us. The new players have come in and give us a boost and in the end we've ended up with a real strong squad and lots of depth in it and that's helped us and we've started to convert chances and one win can become two and you know we created a narrative of trying to take it to the last week we were able to do it and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's some way to go about doing it as well. And whilst uh, players can take a rest, you've still got a little bit of work's left to do uh, in terms of getting ready for next season. Um, uh, we know that there's a lot of players out of contract. Uh, don't want to push you on any of that, but the retained list is going to get announced soon. And uh, really, Ben and, and others and yourself and the backroom team get together and really work out what's going to happen for next season. Yeah, it gives us a huge opportunity to, to add to the squad this year. You know, you look at the, the financial implications of going down and the, the money that there is in League Two, in all honesty, this gives us a chance in our recruitment window I think we're a good club to join um, and we're going to have a lot to do this summer there'll be a summer of change no question about that um, but these players deserve the credit for, for keeping us up uh, some of them will move on having been unbelievable for us and over the next week when we meet players and that gets announced we'll give the right credit to those people but um, it's always sad when you move on because you, you build great relationships with people but um, we've built something that we're proud of and we want to build something again now and develop something that can have a real go next year we will have a break at some point but we need a few weeks of really grafting now and, um, and getting started so that we can try and get ahead of the curve for next season 
And, uh, you know, I'm going to mention him, Harrison Dutton. He just gets better and better, doesn't he? His goal-scoring form <laughs> in recent weeks has been ridiculous. Where has that come from? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. He's a diamond, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's been brilliant since he's come back in the team and like, in the opposition's box. Like To score the goals he has and be remembered for those goals and those moments is class in his season. So, yeah, brilliant. Delighted for him and uh, delighted for all the players because they've, in the hardest of years... Not always been great, not always been perfect, but stuck together. And in the end, we've, we've kept our heads and been able to deliver. So I'm really pleased for everyone. And personally for you, some very difficult spots in that season. Social media turns against you. I know you don't read it, but uh, you must hear about it. Um, you know, I, you obviously don't enjoy that, but uh, you get through it. Yeah, look, it's part of it, isn't it? I think it affects players and it affects people because you're human. But um, I, I don't really take too much notice in terms of seeing it. I wouldn't see that stuff. I've got about a million blocks words on all my social media accounts I don't see anything I get to see the real news not that um, that's just the way it goes isn't it people hate you if it's going well and think you're rubbish and think you're a hero when it goes well that's that's football that's fine that's just how people are um, we're quite calm about things there's, there's been a brilliant loyalty shown this club this year both ways it does still exist not in many clubs but it does exist here um, and, and what I think is different about this place I've said this before it's not one guy building a team here it's a team developing a club um, and, and relegation would have been hard on us and it would have set us back a little bit but it wouldn't have deviated from what we're trying to do um, so yeah you get through those moments we'll all be stronger and better for them that's how football works that's how, that's how resilience gets built um, and I'm delighted that we're at this point now and as you say, fans will moan when they uh, don't get the results, but Sunday afternoon, 8,000 people, they're not wrong. Ah, oh, come on. They're, they've been unbelievable. It's been tough watch at times this year, but the numbers that we've had home and away, the growth of the attendances throughout the season, despite it being hard, um, and it's about building memories. You know, people weren't here to watch us get promoted, but to be here today and have that moment, you know, it's not what we set out to achieve at the end of the season, but ten ga- at the beginning of the season, but 10 games ago, we'd have definitely taken that moment, and it creates a memory for everyone, which is what it's all about. Broadcasting from the city centre. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. So hopefully we've got Matt back on the line and uh, the clicking has gone. Can you hear us, Matt? I can hear you. Can you hear me, Tim? Yeah, we can indeed. Um, So, yeah, I mean... It's been a difficult season. There's There's no doubt about it. And we've had lots of... And I'm, I'm saying excuses. There's lots of reasons why it's been difficult. Um, yet we haven't won enough games. Duh. I mean, that, 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 that's always going to be a, a downer for the season. But but Mark Mark can kind of expanded on that, and it's the fact that we haven't drawn enough games. We haven't got a result from games where we should have done. Um, and they're not always going to be wins. But as he said, you know, if, if we'd won a few, if we'd won one or two more that we should have won, and we got some more draws, we could have been ten. 12 points ahead of where we are now and all of this would have been we'd have had a a very boring end to the season where we're playing for literally nothing not going to go up not going to go down and and that yeah I mean it's great that the excitement's kept to the end but we'd rather have been in the position where there was nothing to play for at the end of uh, the end of the season yeah absolutely right but um, you know I I thought he was a little bit soft in terms of saying it was just a really poor Christmas period I think from the the start of October uh, all the way through to about the middle of February probably early March uh, we were absolutely terrible um, and some of the football you know was really really bad 
And um, yeah, uh, it's you know it, it is what it is. Is you know we we started winning the game of football in I think the middle of March. You know Port Vale away was you know the first win in how many games? Um, so yeah, you know it, it was it hasn't been great this season. There's no denying it. And uh, you know we we know we needed to to be a lot lot better. And I mean he's right. And one thing is that you know we weren't scoring goals. You know, and that that is absolutely spot on. We weren't scoring the goals, and we weren't in games enough. Uh, we managed to just about improve it, and uh, started keeping a clean, uh, you know, a few clean sheets as well. And you know, and uh, you know, we've just about got our rewards. But yeah, you know, let, let's not. You know, make no bones about it. We've needed a few favours, a lot of favours, and got a whole head this season, and it probably won't be the same next. And um, you know, by by the sounds of it, obviously they're going to be working hard. And we, we've said it before, Tim. You know that they're, they're going to have to be in the in the market and in the window very very early and getting these players in that they want early doors there can't be any messing about like there was um, you know potentially at the beginning of the summer all of this so there might be two players in I'm expecting this and then you don't hear anything for two weeks three weeks you know these players that they're targeting um, you know that's that's what we need we need we need to get in early we need to get these players in early and uh, you know, ho- hopefully, uh, you know, the squad will start to evolve and it'll be almost there, ready for, you know, when pre-season starts, uh, you know, ready for next season. Yeah, and uh, there's, there's there's lots more to do, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm gonna, I've got, I managed to speak to Dimmy, to Harrison, and to Liam Bennett. Um, so uh, let's let, let's listen to uh, let's listen to Dimmy first of all, uh, and we'll see where we go from there. This is uh, what Dimmy had to say following the game. What a way to end the season! Uh, nearly eight thousand people in the Abbey on a nice sunny afternoon, and it's uh, job done. Yeah. Fantastic, you know, just to get it done on the final home game of the season the way we did is uh, obviously that was the achievement we wanted to do to stay in the league. I know we waited way too long to do it, but in the end, the support from the fans and all sell out the Abbey, they've been incredible to us. They stuck by us for the whole season, home, away, and they deserve this. I feel like this is for the fans it's because we made them suffer this season, no, no doubt about it. We've not been great, but in the end, we achieved what we needed to do when we stay in the league. So I hope they enjoyed it as much as all the players. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you, this, the team have got some stick and Mark's got some stick on social media, but 8,000 people here say otherwise. And that whilst we've had a disappointing season, the way to end it is that. Fun, yeah, exactly. For example, the last three years in this football club have been just grow, grow, grow. And it, it, obviously, we eventually, we're going to have to have a setback. And that setback was way too long this season and we made almost impossible job. But in the end, we did it. We picked the perform at the right time. Yes, maybe we got a little bit lucky, rely on other teams, you know, picking up results. But when you play well and win games, you create your own luck. And uh, in the end, the most important is that we're again in League One next season and our, our goals achieve. And the Burton keeper denied us with a wonderful save in their game and uh, the defence held out and uh, we get the results we wanted. Yeah, exactly. I thought their goalkeeper made an incredible save, but even if the game finished 1-1, didn't really matter because it was out of our hands. Only if we won, it was going to be in our hands. And uh, we knew coming in today, we just have to take care of our own business. We had to make sure to win the game. And if the results go away elsewhere, we'll just be happier. And that's what happened. I felt like in a game I was asking more often what's the scores than the other teams was actually looking at our game. But no, the boys were excellent today. We deserved to win. We were, we were brilliant. So uh, hopefully that's a stepping stone for us for next season to learn our lessons and kick on and, be, and have a better year. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was interesting. I mean, he, he didn't really have to ask the score because you could hear what the score was um, when uh, people were actually, uh, uh, you know, people were shaking. Oh, blimey, I'm just sorry, I'm just trying to dial uh, Matt in the background then. That was incredibly loud in my ear. Hopefully we've got hold of Matt on the other end. Matt, are you there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm here, Tim. Oh, excellent. I think that crackling has finally gone. <laughs> so, Dimi was just saying he, he spent most of the uh, time in the last 10 minutes. Uh, I, I don't know who he was asking, perhaps the, perhaps the uh, Newmarket Road end, but, I mean, he didn't really need to ask because the noise going round indicated whenever something was going our way. Um and it was, you know, it, it was it was tense. It wasn't as tense as, as it perhaps could have been uh, because Morecambe had already uh, uh, lost the game, uh, even though they get us, gave us a bit of a scare with a long, large amount of uh, extra time. And then um, uh, we get uh, Cole Stockton scoring to, uh, his second goal of the day uh, to bring it back to 3-2, which would have been a massive anticlimax had we had to clear everyone off the pitch because we were no longer staying up. But uh, there you go. Everyone was confident that was going to happen. But... Um, it, I mean, it's let's go back to this. You know the the, the problems, and yeah, we we, we lost players um, at, at key moments, um, and uh, you know Adam May was obviously a huge loss. Uh, really, not playing uh, much of the season. Um, Harrison Dunk, looking back now as to how well he finished the season, was was a big loss when he got injured. Um, you know, Lloyd Jones was a big loss when he got injured, although it was only for a few games, but one of those, the Burton game, um, you know, he might have been there to steady the ship a bit. Um, it's... You know, it's 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 a it's a fact of football. Players get injured. You know, can we argue that more players got injured than should have done? Is there a problem? You know, that they'll have done their homework, they'll have figured out. And and as as has always been said, most of the time they're not training injuries. They're not toning injuries. They're kind of uh, injuries produced as a result of a clash. And you really can't do a great deal about that. Um, it's just one of those things. But, you know, that, that, that doesn't go away. If we don't have the strength in depth, then, you know, we're, we're going to struggle again. So we look at we look at what's going on. I've got a chat with Ben Strang um, later on to play, but we obviously come to the end of the season now. The retained list will be announced. Now, I'm sure there will be perhaps now some reversals, people who were perhaps looking to get out who might not be now looking to get out because they're still going to play League One football here. Um, and... You know that that if if this talk of them, them them being part of the project, the Cambridge United project, is true, which I've got absolutely no reason to doubt that, then perhaps some of them might stay where perhaps we, you know, obviously if we'd gone down, they they would definitely have gone. Um, it, it is going to be a rebuild, though. There is going to be we're going to lose enough to make it, uh, a, a, you know, not not perhaps a root branch restructuring, but certainly a, a a big part of the squad will not be around next year. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I I still think there'll be some players who you know who people think that they they might stay on probably will go um, at the end of the day um, and it is it's going to be a tough one but I think you know you the, the top names that people would like them you know people might like them to stay on but are probably going to go you know there's going to be you know Demi Mitov will be gone I think Lloyd Jones will go Sam Smith will go Harvey Nibs will go um, Joe Ironside I think will be gone um, Liam O'Neill Greg Taylor will probably go I mean if they don't I'll be shocked um, you know the 
uh, Conor McGrandles, I'm not sure on whether we'll be able to get him back. I'd like to get him back. I think he's he is one player that I think would love to come back as well. Um, Ryan Bennett, I think, will be gone. Um, Steve Seddon, I think, is one of them. I don't think he's quite good enough for, for League One, but you know he, he'd have been a decent League Two left back. But I, I don't think he's he's the best League One. Uh, left back around he's still a good player but I just don't think we play the right way for him because you know I think he likes players wing back more than anything else so yeah I, I think there's going to be a lot of changes so you know I think there's going to be quite a few that you know will definitely be out of the, the, the club in the summer um, as you say you know you use the word you know project and and things like that, but you know, people are only investing in this project for so long before, you know, unfortunately their heads get turned by better offers and uh, you know options from from bigger clubs, especially when you're performing. And uh, you know, like I said, you know, yeah, these these players have performed. Like they're, they're, there's no doubt about it. Those that have been here from you know the promotion season through till now. Um, overall, over you know three season periods, that they've had success because you know we we got promoted, we stayed up comfortably last year, and you know had the good cup run, and then this year, you know no matter what you say, but by hook or by crook, you know they've also stayed up in League One again. So um, you know there's no doubt that you know a lot of these players in this cycle have been probably more of a successful bunch of players than what we have had in previously, you know, and, you know, collectively you can probably, as I say, you know, go a lot, lot deeper into it and you think, well, oh, actually have, have they progressed? Have they regressed? You know, some probably haven't progressed as far as we wanted them to go. Some of them have probably just reached their, their natural ceiling. Um, and, you know, they, they can't go any further with us just because, you know, at, at this point in time, they they aren't good enough. And there were just some, you know, that we need to go and find better for. So um, it, it's going to be, as I say, it's going to be a big season, uh, you know, summer summer season for us. You know, we're going to have to be really, really active. And like I said, we need to be active quickly because that's what probably killed us the most in the summer recruitment is that, you know, we were probably quite confident in, in our ability and, and getting good players in. And then they went and signed for for other teams, you know, we need to make ourselves the big attractive option very early on for, for people to come in, as, you know, through the door very quickly. Um, I don't think we can afford to wait until the end of the window and see who's about and all this and all that. We definitely cannot gamble on, you know, players that have had long-term injuries and, you know, we're, we're looking at getting them match fit and, you know, ready to go and, all, all this, or they probably wouldn't sign for us because you know if they hadn't, you know if they hadn't been injured, we can't have any of that this year, Tim. You know we we can't carry any passengers now. You know there there might be one that you can afford to do, but you can't afford to carry two or three or even four of them. So um, they need they need to be proactive. You know not reactive. They need to be proactive from the word go. You know people need to know where they stand straight away. Um, you know, we need to be busy, you know, straight away. And then uh, then we go from there. But yeah, I think there's going to be a massive clear out. I think, uh, you know, even even with today, I, I still think those players that people would, would like to stay, you know, uh, probably haven't changed their mind as well. And, and they're going to be gone, you know, and uh, it'll be a shame. And, you know, they'll go, 
you know, mainly with our blessings and, you know, our thank yous for, for what they've done. But, um, you know, as, as much as the project starts, a project has to, has to start again, doesn't it? It has to start afresh for it to, to stay fresh. And that's something that we need is, you know, we need a bit of fresh, fresh blood into this team. Um, you know, people with a bit of passion for, for, for the shirt, you know, ready to go out there and perform for, for this team and, you know, buy into what we've, we have built here over the past three seasons and, uh, you know, we'll see where we go because, you know, we, we, we definitely can't afford a, another end of season like this year. I'd rather, rather be like last season, you know, be about very comfortable, about, you know, 10, 10 points clear of the drop zone and, you know, maybe looking to get in the 12th place and be nice and comfortable next season. Yeah, and that's, I mean, we talked about this uh, a, a number of times over over the uh, season is if we'd done this the other way around if that was our first year in League One and then we had last season being the second season then people would be really you know they'd be really pleased with what's happened you struggle but you do yeah. stay up and then you have that kind of season where you're not really playing for anything from you know quite early on in the in the end of the season but you, you, you're safe and you're not going up and you're not going down and then you build from there I think it was just a bit unfortunate that we had quite a good first season for you know, for the first season back in League One, I, we we talk. I mean, we know that we're not going to have you know the biggest playing budget by any stretch of the imagination, and we are going to you know we're we're going to we're not going to struggle. Well, we are going to struggle to sign the players the fans want. Everybody wants the best players in the team, but we're we're not paying that kind of money to be able to get them. Um, as you say, it it would be great if we can you know get something announced early, um, and I guess it's. It'll be interesting to see, uh, we'll, we'll listen again to, to, to what Ben Strang said later on, but it's interesting to see we'd have had a two-pronged approach up until today. We'd have been looking at what do we do if we go uh, if we go down and what do we do if we stay up. And now, you know, half of the playbook's been ripped up because we stayed up um, and we'll be looking for players who can strengthen us uh, in League One. And, you know, you can't... You can't you can't beat around the bush. We need players who can score goals. And of course, they're the expensive ones. They're the ones that everybody wants and and they're going to put the wages up. And that's the ones I think we're going to find most difficult uh, to fill. I know immediately, of course, everyone's talking about Cole Stockton. Uh, you know, he's, he's done a bit of a Sam Smith at the end of the season. But is he really what we want? Is he really, uh, you know, a League One striker, um, you know, next year? Um, and, and would he come here anyway, even if he was? And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I think I don't envy, I don't envy the club. They're, they're going to have to, first of all, sort out the retained list. And people, I think, will be uh, not shocked because we all know how many players are out of uh, contract. But I think there will be a lot of disappointment about the number that we haven't been able to uh, retain. Um, just just on the, I mean, we'll talk, I've got an interview with uh, Harrison as well, so we'll play that in a bit. But one of the things, one of the most poignant moments for me as, as we came to the end is, uh, Greg Taylor came out uh, on the pitch at the end, and he came across uh, to the uh, to the press group, uh, and he literally shook everyone by the hand. And you know, it, it's always good when players remember your name. And uh, you know, he said he said goodbye. And you know, I think I mean it, it, it won't be a surprise to anyone um, if he moves on. Um, I would be very surprised, like yourself, if if he's offered a, a contract. Um, and it's it's quite sad, you know. He's 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 missed out on most of the season. He's missed out on an opportunity. Um, you know, to to at least put in a bit of a swap. 
swan song at the end of the uh, season he goes down uh, you know he goes out he leaves the club um, you know not on a low because we didn't actually get relegated but I'm sure he would have wanted to be uh, be on the pitch today and, and get to play it wasn't to be um, and you just look at you know what a servant he's been to the club over the last 10 years yeah, I mean, you know, I've obviously I've voiced my opinion many a time on him, and uh, Liam yep. O'Neill is a, it's another one. So, you know, um, but you know, Greg has been around for, for for you know ten ten seasons, I think it is, isn't it now? Um, and you know, fair play to him, he he's stuck around, he's he's done the the best that he can do. You know, wasn't wasn't much for for League One. It has to be said. Um, you know, managed to stick around during League Two. I only thought it was a conference player at best, and you know, fair play to him. Yeah, I've got a lot of respect for him for being able to to punch above his weight for for so long. And um, you know, fair. I I think he he could go and do a job in the conference quite easily. I think if he follows the the Josh Coulson uh, route and uh, you know go down to to the conference with one of the the localer sides in, in, in the conference um, if, if they've got the money for him unless he's got a career outside of, of football of course and he you know he might go and play part time and go drop a little bit lower or you know, he, you know the injury was bad to, to his ankle last season we, we all know that and you know he might just you know decide to call it a day and go and do his you know what whatever he had on the side so but you know he's led the, he's been the you know the team captain the club captain and um, you know, for all this off the work stuff, you know, he's done a fantastic job, and uh, you know, always given a lot of time, and always been good with with the press and you know the the community stuff as well and everything else. So, you know, again, my my thanks goes out to him, and uh, you know, if if he decides to stay in the game, I hope he finds himself a, a you know a, a nice little conference club where he can go and you know extend his playing career for for another couple of seasons. Uh, at least, but um, you know he, he didn't get much chance this season, and the, unfortunately, the circumstance meant that you know he he couldn't be involved towards the end because unfortunately we just needed our best players available, and uh, you know in the climate he he wasn't one of them. So um, yeah, but you know as you say, it's hard for for a lot of people, especially people that have had a lot of contact with these players. And, you know, knowing that it's, it's the end of an era for them. And obviously there'll be some that have been here for, for three seasons that will, you know, be coming to, to the end of their, you know, reign uh, as, as a Cambridge United player. And uh, it'll be sad to see them go. And some will go on and some will be better and some will, you know, drop down and, uh, you know, find their natural level again. But, you know, they, they've all done, you know, a, a good work. We're in League One. And, uh, you know, people like Greg, you know, when he first joined this club, he joined us when we were in the conference and we were utterly rubbish. So, you know, he's been through up to League One with us and, uh, you know, he's seen all the highs and fortunately there weren't too many lows uh, for him at the time. So, um, you know, he's, he's had a reasonable, reasonably good career with us, you know, and, you yeah. know, I, I, I say thank you to him and uh, wish him all the best. And, uh, yeah, but, we, you know, we've got to go and find players to, to, to fill the squad now, haven't we? Yeah, we have, and uh, I mean, we just keep coming coming to the end now. So, I mean, I, I, if 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 I, if I was teaching, it, it would be a C minus probably for the uh, year. Must try harder next year, I think is the uh, is is what I get. What, what, how would you ra- realistically? How would you rate it? And what do you think is going to be done for next season? Uh, D D, 
must do better, <laughs> must improve everywhere. Um, the, the whole team needs changing. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, the, the defence is, they've got three centre-halves in, in the club right now. Be interesting to see what, what happens with Jibor Kabina after today with Harrison going playing as centre-half and whether he has a future of the club. But they, they've got to be proactive in the transfer market quickly. Good players in, in every position early, and, uh, you know, get them all together as quick as they can before pre-season so that they're all in the door, ready to go, and they start gelling with each other, ready for next season. And the next season has got to be, well, again, you know, we finished 20th this year, Tim, and I've always said finish 20th, and absolutely fine. So let's finish 20th again, but 10 points clear of everybody else by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not get to that stage where we have to win everything. But uh, Matt, thanks very thanks very much for joining us uh, all season. Um, uh, we'll we'll talk about the retained list later on and what goes on next season on from the terraces. But uh, for this season, thanks very much. We'll talk to you again. Cheers. Take care. Bye. There we go. So that's thanks. Uh, thanks very much to Matt. Let's just listen to this. Is what uh, Harrison Dunk had to say uh, following the game. So Harrison, uh, the the living legend that is uh, Mr Cambridge United. I mean, you've come back into the side after injury. You've got your place back. You've scored three amazing goals. It's just been a fantastic end to a season that seven weeks ago we thought was all over. Yeah, it was, uh, obviously last seven weeks have been amazing. Um, I mean, it's, no one would have thought we'd sort of have playoff form till uh, in that sort of run and that's what we needed um, obviously a disappointing Wednesday um, but I mean probably made today feel even sweeter even though it's probably not um, people would disagree with that with their nerves but um, yeah it's just an amazing uh, amazing feeling amazing day and I think we've overall deserved it um, I think we've let ourselves down during the season but we've got good players good team and um, yeah just great feeling and uh, three goals as I say you've not scored many uh, for a while now but three really important goals starting with a Peterborough one and then just carrying on really yeah I mean I think it's just I'm probably got put to go uh, got told to go up corners and probably no one really thinks I'm uh, picks me up so I think I just got lucky and we work on corners a lot so I can't take any real credit for it it's all Barry Corr and then whoever takes corners and everyone making the right runs to free me up and I've just been the lucky one to go on the end of it to be honest and I heard you paying tribute as well to Greg Taylor who's obviously potentially coming to the end of his career here uh, again another marvellous servant for the club oh, amazing I mean he probably would get so much more credit if I mean, if I wasn't around and I uh, served 12 years, he'd be getting every plaudit you can think of because he's such a great uh, great player and a great guy. I mean, I can't say enough about him. He's been a really close friend in that time. Um, sets the standards. Even when he hasn't been playing recently, he really sets standards in training. Um, and, I mean, you won't find anyone here that will have a bad word to say about Greg. Um, top guy. And we certainly look, obviously, on today as a success job done. But as you say, a disappointing season marred by injury throughout. But uh, where do we go from here? Obviously, a lot of regrouping over the summer with a lot of people out of contract. Yeah, I think that's obviously not in... Uh, I don't really have much to say about that because it's not in my hands or control. But um, I trust... I mean, the fans should trust the uh, right people there to make decisions. I think this season's probably been... Um, some bad luck with injuries has obviously killed us we're a tight-knit squad and then as I said um, in the other interview the players that came in in January have really helped um, had a massive impact so fair play to them they've uh, really helped us out 
and uh, the team, and particularly Mark Bond, has taken some stick on social media, but nearly 8,000 fans in the stadium on the final day of the season shows just where that support is. Yeah, I think um, Bonds is obviously the one that gets the stick, but the players deserved it way more than him. Um, we didn't turn up, and we know that. We didn't turn up enough games. Um, there's some games we're really sort of uh, lower numbers, um, and so, I mean... It's just a massive credit to Bonds how he's sort of acted. I mean, he hasn't in his short managerial time had that sort of run where it's a poor run of form and how he's acting that time has been a real credit and he's kept really consistent and how he's done. He didn't put any of the pressure on us. He took all the pressure himself. Um, never felt stressed or pressured. Everything stay consistent. He wanted the high standards. And so, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he deserves a lot of uh, praise and credit. Yeah, I, I mean, Harrison Dunk, as honest as usual, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Admar, Mark lost the changing room. And I, I, from what I saw at training and, uh, and talking to players and, uh, you know, backroom people throughout the season, I don't think that was ever true. Um, I think uh, there is, a, there is a, a mindset at Cambridge that, that is possibly different from other clubs. And I think it was just, you know, at times it was just the players didn't turn up. At times we were just unlucky. At times we had injuries. Uh, at times we were we, you know we didn't do the right substitutions we didn't play the right so I think you know to single people out and I know that's what we do because we're football fans and it's got to be somebody's fault and I think it's it's always difficult um, you know we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, next year um, but uh, obviously as, as Matt and I were touching about it's, it's what happens in the off season that's key to that I did speak to uh, Ben Strang uh, following the game and obviously uh, first of all just asked him you know what what he thought of uh, of what happened uh, today i um i did think that we might be able to win the game today ourselves but obviously we were reliant on results elsewhere and i'll be honest i, I thought it was going to be a big stretch to get support from both of those games going our way obviously they did in the end we needed that um but yeah an unbelievable feeling to have got over the line in a season where a couple of times we looked dead really Absolutely, no one would have predicted we'd be in it in the final game of the season, let alone making sure of uh, safety. Yeah, exactly that. And uh, there were some really difficult moments across the season, the most difficult for a lot of us in our careers within the game. And I think there'll be some really big learnings from it. But when the dust settles on it now, that's what we need to do. We need to reflect and try and ensure that this doesn't happen again because it's been an unbelievable way to retain League One status but not one that I'd want to relive too many times to be honest. Absolutely and the players can now sit back and relax but I guess your work which has been ongoing will uh, will hot up now. Yeah and, and naturally uh, I think it's quite um, it's quite public that there's a lot of players out of contract and um, we're expecting a busy period this summer and a busy period, uh, window of turnover really in the playing squad so that's to be expected. Uh, it will be a busy period, but like I say, we need to take the reflections of the season in the next few days and make sure that we come back stronger because we don't want to find ourselves in this position again. Um, and we've got to try and make sure that we're stronger next season. Absolutely. And when, are, when are you expecting the retained list to be announced? Uh, it's been really difficult for Mark to have conversations with a lot of the squad because obviously so so many uh, decisions or conversations are up in the air and you don't really want to take the focus away from the last couple of games, important games. So he needs to have those conversations with the players. I'm sure it will come out in the next week or so, but we'll have those conversations and we'll see. But the ones, obviously, naturally, we will lose a few and I think a few are in brilliant positions being out of contracts at the age of 25, 26. And <laughs> sorry for that. <laughs> 25, 26, having had um, 
accumulated massive playing minutes in the last couple of seasons, they'll be in brilliant positions. So we wish them well and I'm sure they'll go and get some good contracts and it's up to us and obviously myself and Mark to work closely together to make sure that we replenish the group again in the summer sufficiently to be competitive in League One next year. Absolutely, and and I guess whilst whilst we are financially stable now, staying up in League One, we've seen the crowds go up massively this year. is is a is a big thing for us. Yeah, massively, and you know, having uh, entering into a period and entering into a summer with so much recruitment to do, I was having the conversation with a few of the directors the other day. There's no question that were we a League Two club. The finances in each league are growing all the time at the moment and some of the budgets are really pushing boundaries. So were we a League Two club next season, we might not have been as attractive a proposition for some as others. We would have probably, the reality of it, we would have probably struggled to be a top eight budget next year in League Two. The fact that we can say we're a League One club again now makes us you know, a bit more desirable and a bit more attractive. It will mean that we can keep a budget at a level that at least enables us to try and have a go against others, albeit towards the bottom end of the league. Again, naturally, we know that, but it's daunting sometimes the budgets you're going up against and the figures you're going up against. So any season, really, as it is at this stage, I mean, as we're trying to consolidate as a League One club, it's a success to retain League One status. But we've got to try and build the club and grow the club. We've done some brilliant work, aided most importantly by the ownership group to try and do the training ground work this summer to try and engage uh, improve fan engagement and like you say increase the attendances the club is on such an upward trajectory now in terms of the work off the pitch and it would have been such a shame had we lost league one status this summer so i'm delighted for everyone connected but the owners and and the board who have been so supportive in trying to grow the club and grow the football side of it that we're able to stop up today and I guess it's unfair to pick out one player, but I've got to mention the living legend that is Harrison Dunk. Come on, he's going to be signing another contract, surely. <laughs> well, he's become a goal threat, hasn't he? So maybe he's been in the wrong position all his career. But no, great to see it. You know, as a character and a personality, you cannot speak highly enough of him. And, um, you know, his contribution over the last few games in this running, I mean, he claimed the goal today. I'm not sure who got the last touch on that, but we'll definitely let him have it. But yeah, as a, as a pro and as a model type that you want in your group, you know, you talk about your culture you want and cultural architects. He's an absolute diamond and we've been fortunate to have him for so long. He's a real part of the family here and um, I'm really grateful for the contribution that he's made but also, you know, his character as, as a uh, person as well and the strength that he brings to us as a group. Absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't agree more with that uh, and neither I'm sure would uh, Matt. Um that's that's pretty much it for this season. Uh, we'll be off the air as of uh, the end of today. Uh, just before we go, though, uh, women's football uh, finished the season last uh, yeah last week. Um, we were just uh, finished on air before they started. Um, unfortunately, Cambridge United couldn't uh, end the season with a win at the Abbey. They went down four uh, nil to Actonians. A very poor first half, but much better second half. Uh, however, Chesham and uh, Cambridge City. Cambridge City won two uh, one, which put them. Them, uh, second bottom in the league a point above Chesham uh, so neither of the Cambridge United, Cambridge United or Cambridge City women's teams finished uh, at the bottom uh, the, in terms of the uh, player of the year Jess Fitzpatrick Cambridge City um, really epitomises uh, what Cambridge City are trying to do um, she uh, has come in and uh, been ever present in the side uh, and has shown that kind of grit and determination that they're looking for and hopefully she can go on and uh, do much better with uh, City next year Sammy Edgar got the breakthrough player of the year uh, we did rather than player of the year because we knew Sarah Wiltshire having scored so many goals would be the obvious player of the year 
year. So uh, Sammy Edgar got the breakthrough player of the year again. She's come up from uh, one level down uh, and really made uh, the best of herself uh, again, being ever present throughout the season uh, and uh, looking forward to uh, next year. Cambridge City, uh, Dan Cotton was voted uh, the player of the year there. I went to the, uh, I was invited very kindly to the uh, end of year event uh, to present that to him. We'll be tweeting out all of these later on. Uh, uh, and at Cambridge United, no real surprises. Uh, uh, Lloyd Jones got the player of the year and Liam Bennett got the young player of the year. There's still two we've got to announce. Uh, Histon's end of season event is uh, later on uh, next week. Um, so once we've uh, presented that, we'll announce that. And we have got the volunteer of the year award um, uh, at uh, Cambridge United. Uh, again, that's still got to be announced. So we will uh, put a tweet out of that once we've got there. Um, Thanks to everybody who has taken part uh, this season. Uh, do watch out on the uh, Twitter feed. Um, we're looking to make some changes next year in terms of personnel. Um, and if you'd like to get involved in um, uh, journalism, uh, either as a, as a way in, um, anyone who remembers Ollie from here will know he's gone on to uh, uh, bigger and better things with the uh, World uh, Snooker Association. Uh, so uh, um, it, it is a good way in if you're interested in a career in journalism and if you're not if it's just a hobby that's fine uh, you come with the knowledge we'll teach you how to do the presentation um, so uh, watch out for the tweets uh, as well as the tweets coming from the club because we're going to get them to publicise it as well uh, to tell you how to get in touch with us uh, for next season uh, and that's about it as I say this is the last show of this season uh, the new season starts sometime I think first week of August um, well, hopefully we'll be back uh, then with uh, a slightly new look but we shall see what happens over uh, the summer good luck to all of the teams and thanks to everyone who's taken part thanks to everyone for listening we shall uh, see you next season Cambridge 105 Radio If you're like me you've got a family and a business and you want to protect what's most important when the chips are down with Woodfine solicitors that's exactly what happens I got a bespoke legal service from a friendly expert team. They really listened to what was going on and tailored their recommendations to my situation, which was, well, that's another story. Anyway, the best thing was that it all happened online. A few simple clicks and I had my quote. That freed up time to focus on everything else. Get the help you need when you need it most. Visit woodfinds.co.uk or call Cambridge 411421. Woodfinds, cutting through the red tape. This is Cambridge 105 Radio. I think Burley Street is sort of like a, a destination. They hit the street, they go to cafes, benefits the whole local community. At Adam Brooks, we're doing something called whole genome sequencing, and that can tell us much more information. Bourne's a cracker. It's a lovely old-fashioned village with its lovely babbling brook and its pretty cottages, but it's also got an awful lot going on. This is the most local gig I think I've ever played. I can hear you guys from opening the window. 